The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. We desperately need a spiritual awakening in our day. I hope wherever you are today, if you know God, you can say amen to that and breathe a prayer to the Lord. Dear God, give us a spiritual awakening. I have in my library a number of volumes that record the history of great spiritual awakenings uh, all around the world at all different times in history. And one encouraging thing for me is that they've always come at the darkest moments. It's like at the low ebb of human history when it seems there's no hope, the Lord breaks through. But do you know where the first spiritual awakening recorded in Scripture is? The very first spiritual awakening recorded on the pages of Holy Scripture is found at the end of Genesis chapter 4 in the life of Seth and his son Enos and their family. Let's read the verses again today. Genesis chapter 4, verse 25 and 26 say, And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God, said she, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. What a fresh start for this family. In fact, what a fresh start for the entire human race. Praise God uh, that there's a turning point in the life and family of this man named Seth. Now, what do we learn from, from his uh, fresh encounter with God, this spiritual awakening? Well, already we've seen that they got a fresh glimpse of God. They began to call on the name of the Lord. They, they recognized God for who God was. They started thinking about spiritual things again. They started to identify themselves with the Lord again. And that's where it all has to start. It has to begin with who God is. But let's add something to that today. Not only did they have a fresh glimpse of God, they got a fresh faith for the future. Frankly, if you read the preceding verses, uh, it is like... <laughs> The light keeps getting dimmer and dimmer, and the darkness keeps getting darker and darker. That's what happens when you neglect the Lord, when you reject truth. And after a while, there seems to be no hope for the future. People are killing one another, hating one another, uh, living wicked lives, hopeless lives, purposeless lives. That's what sin does. But when the Lord has his rightful place in our life, it brings fresh faith for the future. Think of the contrast here from the characters in Genesis chapter 4. For example, you've got Cain, right? Cain is a, an example of a life that brought endings. We talked about the dead end of sin. Uh, it, it put to death every good thing in his life and in his family and those he loved. Then you have Lamech, his great-great-great-grandson. Uh, if Cain's life was an ending, Lamech's life was a continuing, a continuing of sin, more of the same, and it got worse and worse and worse. But when you come to Seth, if Cain's life was an ending and Lamech's life was a continuing, Seth's life is a new beginning because Seth is the man who started a new godly line, a, a line of people who had faith in God. 
May I just say, if you are the recipient of that kind of heritage, if, if you have been given that kind of godly line, you ought to stop today and praise God for that. Just thank the Lord for his goodness and determine that you're going to continue it. But if you didn't receive a godly line, remember somebody has to start it. Why don't you be Seth? Maybe you didn't have uh, godly parents. Maybe you didn't have someone to teach you the things of God. But do you know the Lord now? Well, then you begin. Let your children, your grandchildren, be the recipients of a godly line. It has to start somewhere. And it started in the life of Seth because this was a man who got a fresh glimpse of God and had a fresh faith for the future. He was trusting the Lord for what God wanted for him, trusting the Lord for what God wanted for his family. And by the way, faith is something that has to be fresh all the time. You can't live on yesterday's faith. Uh, You say, well, I trusted God as my Savior 30 years ago. Great. Are you trusting him today? Somebody said, well, I remember back when I had to believe God for it. Wonderful. What are you believing the Lord for today? Remember, four times in Scripture it says the just shall live by his faith. Faith is not an event. It's a way of life. Faith is not a destination. It's a journey. It's a daily walk. Uh, Faith is a muscle that must be exercised. Uh, You you must use it. And as you exercise it, it grows you need faith for today, and you need faith for the future. I love the words of Adoniram Judson. The future is as bright as all the promises of God. I believe that. But you've got to exercise that faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I hear people saying, I tell you, I don't have much faith in humanity anymore. I don't have much faith in uh, people. Well, you probably shouldn't have had faith in them to start with. Have faith in God. You can trust him. He is trustworthy. The longer you live, uh, the less faith you're going to have in yourself. After a while, you're not even going to be able to trust your own heart. And uh, sometimes you can't trust your own body. You can't trust yourself to do what you want to do. Oh, but dear one, you can trust the Lord. He is a trustworthy one. What was the fruit of that? What is the fruit of that faith? We'll come to the next chapter in our study shortly. But in Genesis chapter 5, you have the line of Seth. You have the, the continuing family legacy of Seth. And if you come down to verse number 21, uh, there's a man who is born and lives and has a family from Seth's line. I think you'll recognize his name. His name is Enoch. And the Bible says, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. You remember uh, that Cain had a son named Enoch. Built a city after that name. A different Enoch. Uh, That Enoch didn't know God, didn't follow God. But Seth, on the other hand, has uh, offspring, also named Enoch, who walks with God. And there's also a great similarity. When was it that Seth began to call on the Lord? When was it that Seth had this spiritual awakening? It was after his son Enos was born, according to Scripture here. That was a pivotal point, a turning point in his life. When was it that Enoch began to walk with God? The Bible says he walked with God after he begat Methuselah. That's powerful, isn't it? You see, there's a, there's a threshold moment in every life. There's a henceforth. There's a, a definite time in every life where we turn our attention away from ourselves to the Lord and we say, I'm going to trust him and I'm going to obey him. I'm just going to follow the Lord and I'm going to walk with God from this day forward. I wonder, has there ever been such a day in your life? Maybe, just maybe, God's doing something in your life right now. Maybe it is the birth of a child. Maybe it's the death of a loved one. 
Uh, maybe it is some difficulty that you can't figure out and you can't fix. Thank God for that. Thank the Lord for everything the Lord uses to humble you and remind you you need the Lord. Uh, that thing, my friend, is not a wedge between you and God. It is a prod to drive you to God. Have you ever imagined that perhaps the Lord is using that thing he's brought into your life so that after this you'll never be the same and that from this moment forward you will truly walk with God I'll tell you what every one of us need. You want a new beginning with God? Then you need a fresh glimpse of God. It must begin there, and you need a fresh faith for the future. Uh, don't let your Christianity be past tense. Your God is a present tense God, and you need to exercise today a present tense faith and obedience. We'll return to these two verses one more time. And we're concentrating on these two verses because they're so rich and wonderful. But I want to ask you today to spend some time just talking to the Lord about what God is doing in your life and ask the Lord to make this your after, your henceforth, uh, your turning point. Ask the Lord to give you a fresh faith in God as you face the future. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey.